0: be reading Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10 later. But right now I want to go to Colossians chapter 2 and starting with verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a shoe of them openly triumphing over them, over them in it. He made a shoe of them Openly, this is, uh, is, this is still a spinoff of what we've been talking about for the last few weeks. We've been in the book of James for quite a while. And one of the scriptures in James that we kicked over was when he was talking about the kingdom. And uh, at that time, uh, James had some parallels that I felt would be very conducive uh, with Paul in bringing them together and trying to line them up. And begin to talk a little bit about spiritual warfare. The early church understood this. They understood that if they were going to make it, they had to pray. And it wasn't haphazard praying, but they knew that they had to pray strategically. And we use this scripture for Paul, talked about it. I think it might have been in Romans. I can go back and find it. When he talked about, for our warfare is not carnal, but mighty through the pulling down of strongholds. And we use the word warfare. And we broke it down and, and defined it as a strategy. And what we were trying to say was, is, or what Paul is trying to say, that when you begin to come against these strongholds and principalities, you better have a strategy. That you can't just do this haphazardly. Kind of takes the veil off of just traditional praying. You can't just go through the motions and just say. Uh, the same thing over and over. But there needs to be a strategy. I've, I've been a strong, strong proponent. i talked to Brother Mike Smith about this. Men's prayer. I've been a strong proponent. That you have not because you ask not. That there's got to be something in us. That desires to know how to pray. That I'm not just saying things haphazardly and just, uh, Jesus, I love you, I love you, I love you. Brother Smith did such a great job in in, in explaining that of just kind of doing the same thing over and over. But in this hour we live in, we need a strategy of how to pray. And I feel like very strong in the Holy Ghost. That God is bringing prayer warriors To us and raising up prayer Warriors within us and bring There's going to be more people coming That know how to pray and the Reason for that is is God is Amassing an army, an army Of prayer warriors and he's going to give Us a strategy of how To pray for the backslider and how To pray for our community not that We can go write a book and and None of that but we're trying to do it That we can be effective for The kingdom of God and see people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost so Paul is a strong proponent as was James about you better have a strategy and now Paul is writing to the church of Colossians and, and he says it uh, so so well if you, if you don't uh, take a moment and, and, and listen to you can literally feel the heartbeat of Paul of what he was saying here is what he told them to the church at Rome saying and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a shoe of them openly. Paul is beginning to tell you and I that it's through Calvary. It's, un, it's not a coincidence we sang about Calvary. You know what? Don't worry about it. Kill it because it's distracting people. Just kill it. I, I, don't, I don't need that distraction right now. See, i is bouncing and I, I don't want that. Kill it. Just pull the plug. Paul is trying to show you and I that we have got to understand That if we're going to come against these principalities, it's only going to be through the power of Jesus' name. We sang about it tonight. Not a coincidence. We sang about Calvary and and the blood and what it can do. All setting the stage for what I feel God wants to do tonight. Talk to somebody and help them understand. We put a lot of emphasis on our ability. We put a lot of emphasis on how good we are and how well we are. She's going to kill me if the night it ain't over. Her waving, it's just over, man. And now she won't let go of the finger. Y'all just going to have to bear with this distraction now. Y'all just going to have to bear with this one. She won't let go. Paul wants us to understand that through Christ, your victory is there. We say this all the time. Calvary, we sing about Calvary. And and I I love how we did tonight. But if I don't realize what Calvary did, then I can't have victory in my life. If I don't understand, and that's what tonight, I want God to give us understanding what Paul was saying. He made a shoe of them openly. Christ. Well, what, what does all this mean? Because in the history and in Rome, when there was a defeated foe, they took that defeated foe And brought him and paraded him through the streets of the city. And what Paul is trying to show and tell you and I right here. I'm going to read it exactly. How the commentary broke down the individual words of it. spoiled means the act of stripping one's garment off to the point of nakedness. He made a shoe means he literally put on display and exposed him, Brother Darrell. Now put it in context to that, that scripture. And having stripped him naked of all of his power and principalities, and made him an open display for everybody to see what he don't have. I don't know about you, but that did a whole lot for me, Brother Joe. Because here's why. If he can be exposed for what he is. He's a liar and the father of lies. He's a deceiver and the father of that. He destroys families. And when I understand what Calvary did. Calvary is not just something I sing about But when he hung on that old rugged cross He was basically saying I'm going to make a parade Of the enemy And I'm going to march him down through eternity And say He ain't what he says he is He tells you he's going to take your family But I've stripped him of that power He says I'm going to take your health But I've stripped him of that power And Jesus at Calvary Displayed the enemy to all the world He's powerless against you and I you and I ought to stand triumphantly as the church that you and I have got more power in the Holy Ghost in us than anybody when you got the Holy Ghost you got Jesus and the Bible says for he spoiled him and made a shoe of him openly Another scripture says, I didn't write it down, but it says I'm a joint heir, Sister Peggy, with Jesus Christ. You know what that means? Whatever he inherited, I got the same inheritance. So if Jesus spoiled the enemy And made him a parade in front of everybody Then you and I have got the same power And authority through prayer To begin to speak and declare What the enemy is not He is not your Lord He is not your healer He's not going to take your family He's not going to take your health if you and I don't get the strategy oh that's just brother Benoit popping veins again no you gotta get the strategy he made a shoe of them openly open means boldness and confidence brother Darrell he spoiled them he stripped him of everything to nakedness And then when he got done, he put him on display and exposed him for what he was. Now, here's the kicker. He did it openly. This is where many of us lack, Brother Larry. Boldness and confidence. And the enemy has worked overtime on our minds. That's why you were on it tonight talking about the mind. We're going to get into it tonight. He's made us believe. He's really got the authority and power. Here's how he does it. You pray for something and bad happens. Come on, three people. You pray for a miracle and they die of cancer. You pray for this and it goes bankrupt. You pray for God to give you favor and you end up getting hurt for doing good. And the enemy makes you and I believe. And our confidence in what? Not in our in the ability of God to deliver begins to and we come to church Jesus I don't mean to bother you but I'm in trouble when he said he openly And if I'm a joint heir Sister Joan, here's what that means I got the same thing he got I just got to understand I'm done with the mind games I'm done with the venue Whatever he's making inroad into my mind It's through Christ The miracle comes It's not based on my goodness It's not based on my merit It's not based on how articulate I am in preaching Or how well I sing Or how well I shout It's based upon your faith In a God That came to this world. To save you and I. He paid it all. Not half of it. Not a part of it. But all. Means if I go far from God. He's still there reaching saying come home. I can backslide tomorrow. And you know what? He's going to be right where I was when I left. And you know what he's going to do? He's going to wrap And say you know what? I still love you. I still care about you. I'm still reaching for you. Why? Because I did something back on Calvary. I'm the Alpha, the Omega. I never change. And if I boldly paraded him all through humanity. And stripped him of everything. I never change. Don't you empower him through doubt and unbelief. When God done did it. Don't go back and redo it. That's what we do as the church God stripped him of everything God forbid that picture of him naked but Brother Larry I don't want to start putting clothes on him This is one I don't want to cover up Let him be what he is how he's weaseled his way into families and destroyed the mind and the heart that they don't even have the ability to see truth. I'm going to get into it here tonight if the Lord's willing. God is calling the church. God is calling men and women to stand to the occasion and say like we did tonight. I don't want to just have normal Wednesday night church. I want to have an encounter with a Christ. Because I'm fighting a devil outside these walls. That if I don't have an encounter, I'm not going to make it out these walls. We made a shoe of them openly. Boldly Basically Jesus did What those emperors would do He put him On display In front of everybody To see Now Go to Ephesians Chapter 6 Here's the one I've been waiting for Ephesians Chapter 6 Verse 10. Everybody, all right? You with me? If you miss this, you can miss the whole lesson for three weeks. This is it. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. Now, watch. The word strong means in dunamio. Comes from dunamis and all that, but it's a different one. In, e n, dunamio. Here's what it means is a power that is bestowed upon now, this is holy Ghost filled people, so if you got the Holy Ghost, this is for me and you now if you ain't got it, then you need to get it tonight that way this can be for you because if you ain't got it and you ain't got this, you ain't going to make it another five years out there here's what he said: Endumio is a power that's bestowed on an individual when he is called To perform a special task at hand that is beyond his natural abilities and his superhuman strength. You know what they just said, Brother Roger? When I can't do what I know I need to do, there's a power of supernatural strength that comes out of me to help me do what I need to do that's why prayer should never be dry, dead lethargic, quiet I ain't never in the upper room the Bible said it was noise abroad there should be noise and fervency coming, why? because there's an endonimo we're facing untoward generation we're facing a dark hour that we don't have the answer to but through the Holy Ghost there's a supernatural power that works in us Through Christ. Through him. It's bestowed on an individual. Here's the one I love about it. To do a special task at hand that's beyond your natural ability. God called you to do something that's beyond your ability. beyond mine. But he says, when I call you and I put you there, you ain't got to, if you just get a strategy in prayer, I'm going to give you the strength. Oh, it gets better. Verse 10. Finally, brethren, be in do-no-mode of the Lord. He's trying to tell them, use what you got because if you don't use it you're putting clothes back on the enemy somebody hear me in the Holy Ghost I fought hell from the early morning to the afternoon. I knew God was going to speak to us tonight. Somebody please hear me in the Holy Ghost. If we don't use what we got, we're going to lose what we have. And in essence, you're clothing back the enemy. And the enemy's going to keep your backslidden son. And he's going to keep your backslidden daughter. And he's going to keep this backslidden community. And he's going to keep the sinner bound. But if you and I realize, God, I'm going to use what I got. I'm going to take the endunimo. I'm not smart. I'm not even a fancy prayer warrior. But I'm going to use the Holy Ghost in me. To pray through me. He said. Be strong. In the power of his might. The word power. Comes from a Greek word kratos. Watch this. Power. Designed to infuse a believer with excessive dose of inward strength. Is there anybody you just need a good dose tonight. Is there anybody who says, I need a good dose of the Holy Oh, come on somebody. You've been sitting on the pew 30 years. You need a dose of the Holy Ghost. If you've been sitting on it five days, you need a dose of the Holy Ghost. If you've been sitting on it one day, I need a dose of the Holy Ghost to help me fight the hell. You and I fight out there. You ain't going to fight it in your ability. Trying to help us to understand it's already in us. We just gotta let it go. To what you ain't never done. If he called you, then he gonna give you the Kratos, the dunamos. He said it's designed to infuse a believer with an excessive dose of inward strength. This particular type of indenamo is power so strong that it can withstand any attack and oppose successfully any force. Do you know when Jesus was in the garden? And he stood there and he said, oh, I feel revelation. He was in that garden. And they came to take him, Brother Wade. And what did he say? I am. And what happened, Brother Joe? They all fell prostrate. Why? Because the declaration of God was, I am that I am. He was basically saying, if you want to know where the focus and the consecrate, the concentration of my power is, it's right here. And all I got to do is say, I am. Now let's bring it down to where you and I are. All I got to do is open my mouth. And if you open your mouth, the same Kratos, the same Indonumos will begin to move out of your body. And drug addiction can't stay. Alcoholism can't stay. Immorality and perversion can't stay. I'm on something tonight. I hit that thing Sunday morning and struggle. Then hit witchcraft Sunday night and all hell breaks loose Monday. Get a breather on Tuesday and it breaks loose again today. But oh now, you better watch out. Because wherever there's light, there's strength to God's people. If you've been fighting something this week, you need to receive the word of the Lord. You got a kratos moment. You got an indenamos moment inside of you. There's a strength working in you that you ain't got to beg God for. You just open your mouth. No, I I just—I don't say nothing. I'm in that silent church, and if we keep being silent, our kids are gonna stay lost. Our miracle is in our mouth. Death and life's in the power of the tongue. If we quit speaking negative and speak what God said. I'm going to read it again. Power designed to infuse you with an excessive dose. This particular, it's different. It's different than what we just read when he said strong. Be strong in the Lord. That's one way. But taking it deeper. Realize who he's talking to. He's talking to Holy Ghost filled people. And he's telling them, folks, this is the church of Ephesus. Ephesus. Brother Larry, you know what Ephesus is dealing with? They're dealing with deception. They're dealing with every type of false doctrine. It don't take this to be saved. It don't take that. They're dealing with that in Ephesus. That's where Diana was. Immorality was rampant. Folks, it sounds like now. And what was Paul's words to the church? Be strong. Let God work. And let there be an infused dose. Now go back to Kratos. When Jesus was in the garden and he said, I am that I I am. And they all dropped. Here's what he's saying, Brother Smith. That word there is kratos. And you know what Jesus was trying to show you and I? When we open our mouth in the midst of opposition. Nothing. Remember the end of it? No force can stop That unbelief that wants to come in even right now Saying you're preaching some Walt Disney World Married the mythical Fairy tale stuff You hear me I'm preaching the word of God That if you and I will receive it in our spirit We're going to see a harvest Greater than three on Sunday We're going to see 10 and 20 Start being filled with the Holy Ghost Because the Kratos is in you as a believer Just open your mouth and declare The name of Jesus Declare We sing about Jesus Jesus Now when you say Jesus Think of this When you say in the name of Jesus Right then It ain't got nothing to do with me It's got to do with my faith in what's in me Kratos and when Jesus stood in that garden and he said, I am, he kratos, he spoke. And when he did, the opposing force fell down. Now, it was the will of God for him to go to Calvary. That wasn't going to change. But he gave you and I a glimpse at the garden of what kratos power does when things oppose you. How many face facing opposition? Oh, come on, somebody. How many face facing Opposition. How many is facing a a force that's pressing against you Saying they're never going to come They're never going to be filled with the Holy Ghost They're never going to be delivered You and I tonight got a Kratos moment Open your mouth and say By the authority of the name of Jesus Loose them now I bind that drug addiction I bind that alcohol addiction I bind that perversion Loose them now in the name of Jesus Kratos, it's not you. Folks, this message tonight should make you and I take the pressure off of ourselves, But then challenge us to open our mouth with authority. Because it ain't gonna happen, Brother Larry. And here's the sad part. People will stay lost. And this is the one that just kind of jiggles my brain. If God put me on location, this is how serious I am and intense I am. People call me Ben. Why well, you so intense? Well, it's just me. Here's how I take it, though. I'll tell you a story. Friend of mine, Rob Robbo, great physical therapist. Worked for Colorado Avalanche. I've told this I've before. I was working with him physical therapy. He was arrogant. He was a jerk. He was mean, but he liked me, and I liked him, and we had a connection, but he was rude to people, but we, there was something in him, I knew he, there was a good, he's a, he was a good man, he just, just said it, did these things, and I remember praying, I, I tried to teach him Bible study, I try to witness to him, whatever, I never got it, and then there at the end, on a Sunday morning, friend of mine comes to the church, says, did you just hear what just happened? I said, what? He said, Rob just got killed. I said, what? He said, yeah, he was on contraband days, you thing, and a motorboat ran over and killed him. Tragic, tragic, tragic loss. I began to weep, Sister Debbie. The first thing I did in that moment, I'm still a relatively new convert, about eight years in God, maybe not even that. Maybe No, probably more like four, huh? three. Yeah. I had a new convert. First thing I called Brother Ewan. I said, Brother Ewan, I need to talk to you. And I was in tears. I said, I said, I'm in trouble. He said, what? I said, just just please, just if you can just stop by my office. We had our mobile home dealership on Highway 14. And I said, just stop by the office real quick. Nobody's here. I'll shut the door. He he came, we shut the door, he sat in that chair. I said, brother Ewan. I tried my best to witness to him. I said, but I never really, I never really told him. I tried so carefully and I think we need to use wisdom don't misread none of this we use wisdom but I never really took that chance moment and said come to church with me I never did it and I said brother Ewan now he's lost in eternity and I was put on location to tell him he said Bubba remember God's merciful God he tried to console me but I never forgot it here's why I said that story what if the people that are connected to you go to hell because you won't open your mouth I live with it already as the pastor God who is it we got to talk to who is it we got to tell so here's my job to challenge you challenge me through the Holy Ghost that we do everything we can that at the end of the day we can say I did my best I did everything I know to do I loved them Preached, I witnessed, I did everything I could. See, here's the thing that I want to take the veil off of. What causes me and you not to open our mouth, Brother Mike, is fear. It's fear. It's fear, two things. One, if I do it, what kind of battle am I going to get? That's mine. Because if I do this, if I start hitting witchcraft inevitably, it's going to come right back and I'm going to have to fight. And I just don't want to deal with it. I'm tired. The other one is fear of rejection. If I say it, you can say it without preaching to him. Please just come to church. What would even be better is that you and I get alone with God in a prayer room and let tears roll down our cheeks. And go to him in tears and say, Would you please come? Please, please. After that, you've done your part. Now let's move on to what God has. There's a harvest. That God is not sending. It's already here. And we got Kratos. In us now. That if we can just realize. By revelation. Jesus already purchased it on Calvary. All I have to do. Is open my mouth. Watch. I'm going to show you the mind. Here's how he does it. Ephesians. He says, finally brethren, the strong in the Lord and the power of the might, watch put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Here's why we don't, Brother Smith, fear. Watch. The word wiles comes from a Greek word, "methodios." It means method, road. Here's what's happened. He said, be strong in might, put on the whole armor of God that you can stand Against the wiles. Stand against the road that the enemy makes into your mind. I'm not trying to say uh, he said, take on the whole armor of God. You know what the word devil comes from? It comes from another Greek word that means diablos. That ain't your carpenter. Come on, somebody, catch up. Diablos, two words. di. And Diablos, devil. It's not what you and I think it means. DI means penetrate. Diablos, the ending part of it, means repetitive like a ball or a rock. Here's what it means that you can stand against the methods against your mind that the enemy is trying to penetrate by repetitive blows against your mind. The devil ain't some two-horned, pitchfork, hoof-footed. He's a wrecking ball that is constantly trying to penetrate. You ain't worthy. You ain't good enough. You you, you, you sin. God ain't going to listen to your prayer. And, he, and the word means repeat. With one objective, I'm going to penetrate their mind. Now, is it any wonder why we need Kratos? Because you got a wrecking ball coming to you every day you live to your mind saying, I'm going to get in. I'm going Folks, I'm going to preach another 30 more minutes. Hear me. That's where our battle's at. That's why we can't be apathetic in prayer. We can't be lethargic in prayer. We can't just live for God out of convenience or a men's club. We've got to live for God because there's a wrecking ball coming against your young people. There's a wrecking ball coming against the young couples. And it's going to penetrate their mind if somebody don't use a Kratos moment and say, By the authority of the name of Jesus, you're not having my family. Somebody don't open their mouth. That wrecking ball is going to get in their head. And when it does, when it gets there, it's going to penetrate the mind. You ever wonder why some people... Now go back to Romans about strongholds of the mind. You ever wonder why people do what they do and habits they can't break and lifestyles that they live, ungodly and unholy? It's because there's a stronghold. Somebody did not stop that wrecking ball from getting to that kid. You wonder why I go back to what I said, why I take it so seriously. It ain't going to be on my watch. I may make mistakes and I'm imperfect, but there's one thing I'm going to make sure if it (laughs) happens. From the day I get up to the time I go to bed. God, I plead the blood over my kids. I plead the blood over my family. I plead the blood over my church. I plead the blood over our saints. I plead the blood over our community. I plead the blood over our state. That we can have an apostolic revival. That the enemy don't penetrate the mind. With every crazy doctrine. I talk to him. Let me show you in scripture. You got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And they go, Well, I just don't see that. You know why? It's unpenetrated. And you and I, Paul's saying, we got to go against these high places. we got to go against these principalities. And you're not going in your own ability or how long you've lived for God. God will take somebody that's lived for God for two years and elevate them above somebody that's lived for God 30 years. And they'll have revival and the one for 30 won't have it. Then God will take a 30-year-old and give them such exponential revival that he won't give. It don't matter how long. What matters is is that I realize I've got to use the Kratos power, something that I didn't born with, something I didn't get because i went education i got it because god filled me with his spirit and i realized if i open my mouth and declare the name of jesus hell can't stand and there ain't no force that could stop the church of god the method remember when i told you he's trying to play games how does that wrecking ball, Sister Claudia, get in and penetrate the mind? He plays games with us. And if you and I, that's why he said, gird the loins of your mind. And then he goes on to say, when he said, take on, I'll read it for you. He said, put on the whole armor of God. You know what the word put on means? The word put on means do it every day. Repeat. When you wake up in the morning, you put the armor on. on. will be lost because nobody armored themselves and stood in the gap oh that just every day I wake up One of the first things I say I take unto me the whole armor of God The helmet of salvation I place it on my mind Because there's a wrecking ball Coming against my mind As the pastor of this church I need the armor of God I take the sword of the spirit The word of God The breastplate of righteousness My loins girded with truth My feet shod with the preparation Of the gospel of peace I take the shield of faith And it says put it on God I'm not just going to do it today Because it feels good I'm going to do it tomorrow And I'm going to do it the next day And I'm going to do it the next day Because what's coming after you Is the wiles of the devil He's got a game plan he's got against you and he's going to play a mind game with you and the only way you and I are going to defeat him is to take the whole armor of God and stand and ask God to let the kingdom come some will get it some won't Young people hear me Dylan hear me Hear me. You'll never, never. Your kids being in church. Rest a lot on you. And you and I. Have got to arm ourselves. With everything that book's given us to arm ourselves. I'll close with this last statement. 1 Samuel 16, 17. David and Goliath. Here's what David did. The Bible says that David showed up. But before he got there, says, Tiffany, the life came to the children of Israel. Now watch this. He came and he said, I defy the Israel. Whatever, verse 9. And then he goes into verse 10. And the Bible says, And all he did for 40 days from morning to night, somebody hear me, was say with his mouth what he was going to do. He never picked up a sword, he never picked up a spear. I'm not advocating riots and mobs, but Lord, if that baby's going to be saved, it's going to take somebody that says, I'm not settling. For this. And every day they woke up, they heard the chant of Goliath. And every evening they went to bed, they heard the chant of Goliath. And the Bible said this very unique the men ran. And in this hour, God has called men to stand and not run. Because everybody else is falling back saying, well, the church is just going to weigh the way of the world. No. There's always going to be a spotless, holy, godless church. There will always be a man of God. There will always be saints of God that ain't bowed a knee to bell, but declares the name of the Lord. day we wake up we hear the voice of Goliath they'll never come it'll never work out you'll never see your promise you'll never see your dream and you go to bed at night thinking I'm going to get a reprieve and right before you lay your head on the pillow Goliath screams again I'm going to hold you hostage you'll never come out oh I'm, I'm telling you Somebody in the Holy Ghost needs to hear what I'm saying right now. God's giving you an answer. And Goliath is chanting. Forty days. No sword. Such as spikes. And the men are running like cowards. But a little boy. Young, ruddy, ugly. Watch. Sister Claudia, David heard. And something in David got angry. When's the last time we got angry over sin? When's the last time we got angry over these addictions that's held our kids bound? Because David got angry in the right way. God gave a little boy a victory. When he, uh, he opened his mouth. You come against me with sword and spear. But I come in the name of the Lord. Is there anybody tonight... The enemy's come threatening what he's going to do. And you might not have what you think you need. But you got everything on the inside. A revelation of the name. His "Hey clothes, Watch me. David's, because they ran, Sister Spikes. Because the ran, the men ran, brother Darrell. One man stood, and because one man got a victory, it brought victory to everybody. You could be the one. That just one victory that you get, Brother Mike, could be the wave of victory that causes every backslidden son and daughter to be moved through this congregation. Is there anybody in the house that will throw their hands in the air and declare the name? Woo! The Holy Ghost is in here tonight. Backslidden sons and daughters are being moved on right now by somebody's voice. Come on, somebody, lift your voice. The Holy Ghost is here There's enough word bouncing off these walls tonight You got a word from God tonight Somebody better reach up and grab it with your hand And say that's my word tonight That's my direction tonight God just set your course tonight Of how to pray with a strategy David Where are you? David Where are you? hang on, hang on, hang on hang on, listen you say I ain't feeling all that hang on then call for David because if David gets a breakthrough if you pray for your neighbor and they get the breakthrough they need it could be the thing that gives you your breakthrough Brother Mike, I'm praying with every bone in my body that God get a hold of that boy. Sister Claudia, Brother Darrell, that God, wherever that boy's at, God, I want you to do whatever. So tonight... Not a whole lot to call on Jesus and you and him ain't right then why don't you call for a David because if somebody else gets a breakthrough your breakthrough may be because they get it David I'm calling for you this preacher needs a breakthrough David I needed you to come Come on, somebody, lift your voice right now. I open these altars. Why don't you do what you feel in the Holy Ghost and let the power of God? There's faith in here right now.